0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 615. This is your host, Lee Ellis, and today we will be joined by Titans, in-game hype man, Lance Smith, to talk about what his thoughts were on this past season and his expectations heading into the 2022-23 season. And looking at some possible moves this offseason by the Tennessee Titans. And we'll be back with Lance right after this and a word from our sponsor. What's up, everybody? So, and this, I know this has been in the works for a little bit, but we are joined by Titans hype man in game hype man, Lance Smith. What's up?
1: What's going on? Oh, my God. Look, we're smiling we're that much removed from the season, we can smile now. We're on to the the next season.
0: (laughs) Well, so this season didn't go exactly how we thought it should.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And me and everybody else are saying, the stars aligned for us to make that run.
1: Yeah, that's the heartbreak from it, right? Because it did. It aligned. We were set. We were ready to go. The expectations are there. And I feel like...
0: I'm just going to say this. I feel like if we were there in Englewood, we would have taken uh, it.
1: Oh, oh, you mean on the Super Bowl? Yes.
0: I feel yeah, like we would yeah, have yeah. taken it. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean – Because the AFC would have ran through Nashville. So if we would have beat Cincinnati, Kansas City would have, would have had to have come to Nashville.
1: Yeah. The one and, thing we didn't have, though, and I think it all comes down to this. I mean, I know there's Vrabel's record – was he he was like 8-0 or 9-0? I forget what the record was coming 8-0. Off, you know? 8-0. So now he's 8-1. Um you know, the record doesn't win you the game. Winning the game continues the record. So that didn't mean anything, because it's always next game in front of you. And this particular game, just because we had the bye, um, I don't think it's one of those cases where it's like, we well, the buy slowed you down, took away your momentum. We didn't have momentum. We had just come together. Yes, like you said, all the pieces were there, but we had no rhythm. I mean, this was Derek's first game back. Uh, Julio had just finally started, not Julio. Well, yes, Julio in the game. AJ had just finally started to click it back together because you know he had come off some injury. So it was, um, it was proof that Vrabel was coach of the year by getting us there. But it was our lack of rhythm when rhythm is the thing that we had two years ago when we ran through the AFC and uh, lost to the Chiefs and Everhead. That was rhythm. We had no rhythm. So that's my case.
0: And uh, as you were saying, Vrabel being coached, congrats to Coach Vrabel. Yeah, he earned he, it. He took, some, he took a very impossible situation and did best with what he had. Dressed 91 players. Yeah. 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 Won, we won 12 games. Yep. Six games without Derek.
1: Yep. Second, second AFC South title in a row. Hadn't been done in 60 years.
0: And then getting the number one seed in the AFC.
1: Yeah. But that's that's and, that's how you get up on the peak like that, though. You, you get up on that high, have, and that's why. Whoosh, yeah, that's why it hurt. That's why <laughs> and
0: it hurt. speaking of AFC South titles, there's only been one team that's done it consistently. And it was the Colts teams from 03 to 07 the, won, five, won five Peyton in a row.
1: Peyton Peyton Manning?
0: No, division titles in a row.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's like they they owned the division for a while, and they haven't for a long time. It's solid yeah. hours now,
0: and I feel like if we can get that 3 threepeat, it's gonna be hard to bring us down.
1: Well, I mean, that is the the you know silver lining in it all. It's like I look, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I I got off of Twitter for a good good bit after uh, that final game. Uh, I went through a serious like true.
0: Like, kind of mental depression with it all. Exactly, yeah. Um, But, of course, today is a big day in the NFL.
1: You know, obviously I'm keeping...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Franchise tag. And question is, and this is something I want to know from you, do we tag Harold's injury?
1: Hmm. Right, spend the money or tag him.
0: I would who say else, tag. I else, would say who else you you like tag? Okay. I would say tag him so we can have more time to get something worked out. True. Like, like when we you do it with when Derek. you
1: apply the tag, educate me on this. I don't because I don't know this. If you apply the tag, can you? You can't pull the. I mean, once you apply it, it's, you're just saying give us the season.
0: Well, actually, we did that with Derek last year. We applied the franchise right. tag, and right. you you have to have something at least worked out by like mid july yeah or they play the tag
1: play the tag apply the tag play the tag that's right i forgot about that see
0: if you don't have if you don't have if you don't have a deal in place by like july 14th this year
1: yeah well either way landry gets paid i mean a tag pays you
0: like the numbers i'm hearing on the tag or for an edge rusher like Harold Landry, you're looking at somewhere between 17 and a half and 18 and a half million.
1: Wow. I, see, my number was at four. Not, not that I think he's worth less, but I, my number was at 14. I was, wow. That's,
0: that's, uh, that's the bottom number for an edge rusher this year on geez. a franchise tag. Yeah. So he gets paid, he gets paid and he wants to play.
1: And and here's the deal. I, I will say this. I mean, you know, I mean derek's not going anywhere but i'm just meaning in terms of like value like keeping that front four together has more overall value for yes our team than any one other player like uh, the unity you know
0: yeah like they did better last year they were phenomenal than they did in 2020 2021
1: oh yeah of course oh like i mean well that was the other thing i mean they were great standing alone but then of course compared to the year prior it doesn't even compare again hats off to j-rob uh putting exactly together and you know look he i i think he's doing a phenomenal job i he went after clowny everyone was, was clamoring for clowny and hey we went after tried it didn't work tried it uh even even the vic beasley uh even though no one says his name anymore <laughs> we don't mention his name, uh that you know i appreciate just yeah. just a swing of the bat because uh look at where it's got us and that's it that goes back to that thing of like no we didn't win the super bowl this year or last year or the year before but but all of a sudden look around we're, we're heading in the right direction in the afc yeah we're perennial playoff team now we are uh, we're always going to be there. And we're a team to deal with uh, more so than and most others. Uh, you know, so I, I like where we're at. I like where we're moving forward. Yeah, we've got some some pieces to get in place. But that front four on defense, Landry, Autry, Simmons, uh, and Dupree, and, and Dupree, Bud Dupree, of course. Uh, and, and you don't need you don't need any one of them being the guy like you don't need like one guy with some help. Any one of them is the guy from game to game. Sometimes it's yeah. Autry. Sometimes, you know, Dupree didn't put up a lot of hardcore numbers, but he is the reason the other guys had the numbers. Because when he was like, out, they didn't.
0: Like, think about this against LA. Oh, Big Jeff! <laughs> big Jeff had one, two, three mm-hmm. sacks. Yeah. But let's transition to another big topic that I want your opinion yep. on. The possibility of a new stadium.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I hadn't talked to anybody about that yet. That's, um, that's intriguing. I, you know, it's funny. I can't, I can't say a lot. I didn't necessarily sign an NDA, but I do work for them. I was at a function, uh, or before last season. And it was talking about the revamping of the areas. Of the East bank. Of, of the entire, yes. Of the East bank. Exactly. Um, and just I saw some some imagery I saw some you know some uh, markups on what things might look like it's very cool very exciting Nashville is you know booming it's still booming and it's gonna keep booming and things like this and and developing that entire area uh, is gonna be it's gonna be huge but I didn't see a dome in it and to hear the news now it's like really okay I mean hey it's all gravy to me uh because give us a dome th- don't give us a dome i don't care but like really I, a new station? i would
0: i would say do a retractable roof
1: yeah i mean what well, i don't care
0: <laughs> i really don't because i mean i like
1: i like having the open air but i think a dome would be cool retractable roof, because great.
0: because think about this if we were to do something like that like a retractable roof you could possibly be talking about super bowl coming to nashville
1: Oh, they're easily. I mean, we've. An, yeah, NCAA,
0: an NCAA national championship for football. Yeah. Uh, an um, NCAA Final Four.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nashville's ready for it. I mean, had, they had a Super Bowl in Jacksonville. I know they brought in cruise ships, but I'm just saying they did it. So, yeah. Don't tell me Nashville and. In, in, but in, uh, I feel like. Here,
0: I, can't f- do it. I feel like, of course, the 2019 draft really, yeah. I feel like, was a test. Of course, of course, and of course yeah. we, of course I know because I was there. Nashville showed out. Mm-hmm. They Absolutely. put they put on the dogs <laughs> and showed out.
1: You know, it's funny too because it wasn't. I mean, it, it, Nashville showed out. Nashville showed up because I think everybody you know that lived in there was there. But also too, just everybody that came from out of town got got the got a little taste of you know Nashville, <laughs> um, which.
0: Which I'm I'm in enemy territory. Yeah. That's right. I'm I'm about two hours from Indianapolis. Yeah. So it's an
1: awful color blue that you have to be surrounded by by the Yeah. Way.
0: It's a oh, sickening blue. Well I'm like I'm literally like five minutes from Louisville. Yeah. So but the big thing going into this offseason, what top three players would you like to see? come mm-hmm. in
1: you talking about like free agent uh, yeah. uh, acquisitions is... gosh
0: Ooh, that's
1: tough man there's um,
0: there's one guy that I'm going to say no to and it's Mike Gesicki oh really he, interesting if you, why if you think about this all his snaps last year 62% were from the slot okay and, right, and you're saying
1: s- we're not going to put it tight in our slot
0: and 7% of his snaps were from tight end. Huh. So, yeah, so he's not blocking. That's what we need is, is a blocking tight end. So there's only yeah. two names that really come to mind. Dalton yeah. Schultz.
1: Yeah, okay. From
0: yeah. Dallas. And David Njoku.
1: Yeah, he's beefy. He's muscular. He's strong. That dude can throw some dudes around.
0: And then we have to throw in my number one tight end. I'm going to say it now, it's Jalen Weidermeyer from Texas A&M. Oh wow! Okay, okay. I was like, wait, yeah. Because what if you th- if you think about it, dude, dude's 6'5", six five, two fifty five.
1: Yeah, again, J Rob likes the big boys. I could see it, but you're right. We do need a blocking tight end. We don't need. <laughs> I, we have a lot of hybrids right now, and I mean I, that's what you want in your tight end. the The tight end position is a hybrid position, you know. It is the, uh, you know, but we do, we need somebody, we need more protection in the backfield for sure. I was and, just
0: curious, like, what happened to Ferkser this year? I thought we were going to have, I thought this was the year of the FERC. And I feel like Ferkser is more like the Mike Sticky type.
1: How, you mean just uh, in receiving?
0: Yes. Like, yeah. his blocking went, after, after Todd Downey was made the head, uh, the offense coordinator, Ferkser went downhill.
1: Well, the numbers for sure. Yeah, there were some drops. Um, yeah, there were they, they weren't in sync as they were the year before. But, but I also, you know, a couple years after that, I remember we, I thought it was going to be the year of uh, Jonu Smith when he was his last year on the team. It was like, that what
0: happened? And of course, there's one guy I want to get your thoughts on. Tim Kelly.
1: As a as a coach.
0: Yeah as of course he's coming in as the senior offensive assistant yeah. and the passing game coordinator.
1: Well, I mean I obviously we all we all went, ooh, the offensive Jim Schwartz, right? Yeah. And I um, I,
0: I think bringing in Tim Kelly will be a big help in the passing game.
1: Yeah, I can't tell you anything about what Tim Kelly's going to do, but I can tell you that the position having that sort of uh, you know, oversight position that Jim Schwartz had was very effective. Yeah, Uh, for Bowen so I can't help but think that's the play here because that is I mean Mike Vrabel is a very 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 systematic person and they did it on defense and you saw what happened can it work on offense I I I hope but I don't and, and I can only hope that Vrabel's uh past working with him can benefit you know that relationship so I mean to me it's all up and up it's
0: great and there's one, yeah. gonna, there's, there's one stat I'm gonna there's one stat I'm to bring up. Mm-hmm. In 2020, when he took over as the OC, like play calling, because he was the offense coordinator in 2019 for Houston, okay. but yeah. Bill O'Brien was doing all the play calling. Well,
1: yeah.
0: Well, then 2020, Bill O'Brien turned that over to Tim Kelly. Yeah, they were first in explosive plays. I was gonna say they went downfield. They went pushed it downfield. I feel like that's what Ryan needs. I feel like Ryan needs to some, somebody to come in.
1: He, he well, yeah. I mean, because you're right. I mean, because two years ago, we were pushing it downfield. It was amazing. Um, you gotta but we, have.
0: But we also had Arthur Smith too as our offense coordinator.
1: That's my point. Yeah, and I, I feel like new OCs, guys that are given the spot. Like want to show off first it's like you get you get your ferrari you're gonna want to put the pedal down you're gonna want to and that's what they do in their first year maybe even second they try it but you know they get they catch on to them and then they try to change it around so i i don't know if we're gonna push it for me personally and this is just armchair quarterback lance talking which is all i really am anyway uh you know ryan tannehill i'm a big ryan fan don't get me wrong i love ryan tannehill i think that again all good coaches build offenses around the skill sets of the players they have, and especially the number one position, QB. Ryan needs more of a setup, but can dial it in if you give yeah. him the time and the protection. Because he's a, you know, he, he not. I don't want say he's a wind-up guy, but he, he's got to, he's got to, he, he launches it. He, he can throw some frozen ropes. It's true, I've seen it. Yeah. But you got to give him time and space, and uh, pushing it downfield really... You really got to have your line set up. You got to have guys in chipping. Uh, I personally would love to see some slants, more slants brought into the, to the, to the scheme. Can
0: Ryan do that? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of his game. And of course the whole being explosive play explosive type person. That's why I have Drake London as my number one. Okay. Wide receiver coming out. Yeah. Because he, he was massive.
1: The guys, yeah,
0: like he was getting thirty, forty yards of catch at times,
1: yeah, and well, that's and, what we need. What's his
0: size? Six foot five.
1: Yeah, well, that's just it too. I mean, look at the AJ. So much of AJ's success, especially two years ago, two seasons ago,
0: was going downfield.
1: Was was you know ten, fifteen yard grabs, sometimes eight yard grabs. Yeah, drag routes, deep slants, uh, not yeah. nothing quick and from the. Sl- I'm talking like. Quick slot slants, you know, just to just to keep uh defenses honest is what I want to see. But yeah, I mean that drag route stuff that AJ was running was brilliant. And if you can set up an offense that works around that, where you've got big receivers, media receivers that can then execute a quick block, it's money all day long. So yeah, I would love to see that. It's just that is a type of offensive play design that takes a minute to set up. And if you're not exactly. on exactly you're not on and you're pushing it or you're behind. The Houston Texans, and then this last game, you're you're forcing interceptions, and I'm not putting that on Ryan. I mean, they just
0: it's it's ha- happens. It's the situations it's, they it was it's the situa- situation situations they were set up in. Yeah. Like the one interception that really hurt was that one that was associated a screen pass to Chester Rogers.
1: Oh the the tip the yeah tips and count- yeah yeah
0: that one really hurt. Yeah, because
1: they—they they, because they, it wasn't just a one-time play that kind of happened. They, they ran that twice, play, and like, they watched twice. it, and he said, I'm not going to – and he took a wide route, was able to defend it. I mean, yeah, it was a really well-coached and well-sought-out design from defense.
0: And the question is – There's there's one huge question. Does Ben Jones come back this year?
1: I hope so. I hope so. I mean, he's a he's a beast in the middle, and he's a leader.
0: Yeah. I was saying this. Bring back Ben Jones. Yeah. But I hate to say this. Part ways with Roger Saffold. Oh yeah. As just as a cash uh, a, uh, casualty decision.
1: Yeah. I mean that's gonna happen. You're gonna have to.
0: You're gonna have because the Titans right now I think are sitting somewhere between seven and ten million over yeah
1: no 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 you're right I mean there, there's there's gonna be some pain coming up for me I mean I, this is I'm I'm an armchair quarterback but definitely I'm not an armchair GM because I they're like my children you know I can't let yeah. anybody go and dude big Saf man his run blocking
0: phew. and of course that's where that's where I would go probably go guard in the third round And guess what? light like, like Cade Mays
1: so are you going Are you going tight end or receiver first round?
0: I would have to go wide receiver first round. Okay, interesting. Because because think about this. Outside, tackle. Of, outside of A.J. and Julio, who do we have?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, then there's the – and I don't know who's going to be up for it, but it's like who's going to be free agent, who's going to be out
0: there. Really but, doesn't. like, you have to think about this. And speaking of Harold Landry earlier – of course, he wants to be the highest-paid player in his position room. Right now, Bud Dupree's making sixteen and a half a year. Yeah. So I was running some numbers. I'm like, this is a very doable deal: five years, eighty-five million for Harold for Landry,
1: Landry. for Landry. Okay.
0: That's an average of seventeen a year. That's a low. That's lower than what he would get as a franchise tag
1: yeah let me ask you this what do you think about just in terms of like what the rams did uh you know because they all in
0: they went all in
1: all in exactly well i mean and the titans with dupree and you know now what they're gonna have to do to keep some guys i mean certainly keeping certain guys is a form of going all in if we were to do it so i mean I like the method people are like, oh, it ruins – I don't – it's business and it's sport. I mean, it's they like do th- it.
0: Yeah, like if you look at what the Rams did, they were yeah. all in on Matthew Stafford. Oh, yeah. They were all in on Von Miller. And there's one other guy I say is a cap casualty, and it's Jackrabbit, Jenkins.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I – i you know it it took him a minute to sort of acclimate i thought but then i thought he really stepped up he made some big plays you know and that's a tough position because you're in such a spotlight that you're going to get called out for the mistakes but as long as you make more make more plays than mistakes it's like you're in positive territory and i thought he was i thought he did a great job i thought he became a really solid leader too
0: and of course what about the news that tom brady might not be retiring
1: Oh, is that news? I hadn't heard that, man. I've been yes. really,
0: are you kidding me? Uh, there's reports that he's wanting to play next season. Well, I mean, but but for the Bucs, it... of course, I think his contract is out with Tampa. So I think that's why he was talking about retirement.
1: But oh, there's because it was like, oh, okay, cause I, yeah, that make sense two years. And there's one, there's,
0: there's two teams that's swirling right now. And, of course, I know J-Rob said, oh, we're all in on Ryan. You really think they'd pull the trigger on that? Oh, yeah. Easily. <laughs> to, get him, to get him back in a, in a building with Vrabel. I – could you do that? With I mean, like, Ryan's well, contract is – It's huge. But think about this. Think about this. Yeah. After this year – Titans could cut waste, Brian.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, wow, man, you that's yeah, that if anything's going all in, that would be man. So you said two teams.
0: Us and the 49ers. Ah. Uh, well, he grew up he grew up in the bay.
1: So give so so give Trey Lance another year to just watch a quarterback who he's yeah. not gonna model himself after. He's, I mean, he's, what, he's what is Trey Lance gonna learn? from tom brady you know that he's is not
0: because he can't do it but let, of course let's run, let's run through some of these uh free agent quarterbacks Jameis winston does he stay in new orleans or does he go somewhere else
1: or is he a great backup here in
0: tennessee that would be funny <laughs> the team that picked just behind when he got drafted in 2015
1: yeah, yeah i would love that um, um we need we, no offense to logan but you know I've always we, been very nervous about our backup. Yeah,
0: like I'm every game I'm I'm praying, do not let Ryan get hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I always loved the Ryan acquisition for Mariota, and I was a big Mariota fan. I believed in Mariota because we saw it. You know, it was always just can you get back? But that then, stuff? Can but
0: you then, but then, like his contract year came up.
1: Yeah, well, and but with Ryan, though, and of course, like, he I, he
0: felt the pressure maybe maybe he felt the pressure and if he did
1: then that's just the system of what football is all about but I liked Ryan just because it's like they went after a quarterback that was equally as athletic as Mariota yeah you know, who could run challenges to challenging well challenge but see that, that that's to me an ancillary benefit of what it's really about and it's to me it's it's about playmaking and matching the 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 sort of twisting of the mustache or the watching them work it out thing is that—that's the nuance of coaching and the nuance of football. The pushing, great. Did he earn the spot, Ryan? Absolutely, he earned it. Uh, as a, as Mariota, it was his to lose, and he did. He did, in fact, lose it. But uh, outside of that, even if, what if Mariota caught fire and the pushing worked? It was still, let's say, Mariota caught fire and, and, and went lights out football, and Ryan never saw the field. You at least had a quarterback that you knew could run that stuff. Yeah. And that's So that's what I'm thinking about as far as our backup quarterback. Now I would like somebody that is Ryan-esque. I need some legs. I need a, I need a deep ball. You know.
0: Well, there's another name that's um, out there. Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Oh, dude. He's such a – yeah, he's a strong leader. I love Teddy.
0: And then – the guy you just mentioned, Marcus Mariota. Where does he go? Not Tennessee.
1: They don't do that.
0: There's there's one team that have I've been rumored about. Washington.
1: Oh, really? I thought uh I I thought you mean as a starter or as a backup cuz I had heard some stuff about Jimmy at Washington. I've been seeing
0: stuff about him to Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Because of um, who their starter would be if Jimmy didn't go, Yeah. and it's Mason Rudolph.
1: Yeah, I mean he's not a starter. He's he's your
0: backup. And that's why I say Jimmy would go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, but exactly. of course, of course, Jimmy would have huge shoes to fill.
1: Oh yeah. Well, it's just it's a completely different ball game. I mean,
0: and then um to think sure. about it. If Jameis was to go somewhere else, like, I've heard the Jets.
1: Okay. I could definitely see Jameis Winston playing for the Jets. That makes so much sense. And,
0: as you were saying, I could possibly see Teddy coming to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has game experience. He would be an extremely reliable backup.
1: But he's super smart. And knows the game so it's oh, like yeah. that's exactly why to me it isn't so much like because i'm saying i like a backup to have the same athletic attributes as my and, starter so and the game flow but at least teddy he's not the same but he can read a defense get yeah
0: but i feel like him in denver he had weapons but he didn't yeah it was and like where's, where's taylor where's Tarad taylor he, he's in houston that's right. Because he played against us in that first game.
1: Yeah, but I didn't that, know I didn't know if he it was still there. I didn't know if it was like a one season deal.
0: And but I feel like bringing somebody like a Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Because yeah, at least we have weapons here. Like I feel like he was sort of how Tom Brady was in his last year in New England. Like Tom had weapons, but he didn't.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't only had weapons. Just Dude's wearing Patriots jerseys, he was throwing to.
0: <laughs> but thinking about what are your expectations for 2022 23 season?
1: You know, I mean, like we've reached the point now, it's like the, the last expectation. Well, there's hope and there's expectations. What do you expect? And I just think we're at that place where I expect a we're, Super, Bowl we're, I don't, we're Super Bowl. I don't.
0: Where it's Super Bowl or
1: bust? Always, I mean, it's like for me, it's like I, I always want to win a super. I want to win a Super Bowl every season, and then there's the reality of like, what's the real possibility? And you look at the teams that are the top tiers, and of course they're going to be in, you know, the 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 Bills and the Chiefs. But like, we're part of that mix now. Yeah. We're not going to get the talk nationally because we got bounced two years in a row in the first. Around, and especially not of Nashville until we actually do it. But the truth is, we're contenders. We are officially contenders. Maybe not the top tier, but definitely top four.
0: And I said this the night that Vrabel won Coach of the Year. I said, as long as we have Mike Vrabel, we'll always yeah. be in contention.
1: Yeah, these people who are like, because there were there were people calling. You know, I guess that is every team, every season, every market, every Twitter account. You know. Uh, calling for Vrabel's job. Vrabel's got to go. You know, Vrabel, why? Because why? you lose a
0: game? Who? What, what coach didn't lose a game this season? Exactly. Um, they're, they're, it would have been funny to see a team go undefeated, but... Can you imagine where we would be without Vrabel, without John Robinson? If we would have kept Mike Malarkey, we would not be talking about a division title. Maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, look, you're right, and we
1: weren't anywhere near the team we are now. You're right. Uh, eight and eight, seven and nine. Yeah. You know, now eight and nine. Uh, we, You know, we were probably been swimming in those waters. Good, strong football guys, but not, not over the top stuff. But yeah. I don't know, man. This relationship Vrabel has with J-Rob, them trusting each other, getting the right pieces involved, and then just coaching the hell out of them. I mean, we have such amazing chemistry on the team, on both sides of the ball, all three phases. Uh, it's fun to watch. You know they play for Mike. Yeah. And uh, the, I mean, the, the guys play for Mike more than I see. You know, other teams rally around their coach. I mean, I think guys play for for Andy Reid much in the same way. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of similarities there, and Mike and Andy are are, are two totally different coaches, but
0: football but is number one. The fun. There's a funny stat about Andy Reid. There's only one team he's not beat more than once. Oh, is that us? He's only beat us once, but he's never beat us in Nashville.
1: Yeah, he's never beaten us in Nashville. And um I don't think he's never beaten us in the regular season, right? No. It's just the just the playoffs, yeah.
0: He he's only beat us well that one time in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't he, know. I mean It
0: should have been twice when he had Alex Smith.
1: Oh, right, yeah.
0: But then who was Mariotas? It? Who was it?
1: a to himself.
0: Then who was it? uh Jonathan Cyprian taking out Travis Kelsey? <laughs> was it Sip that did that? Yes. Came in okay. and just drove his shoulder right into Travis yeah. Kelsey's helmet.
1: Oh, that's right. He had a concussion. I for some reason thought his shoulder got hurt, but ugh. yeah. We were hitting hard that game. That was, uh, and that was again a beautiful game by Mariota. Some of the greatness, you know, he and then throws, went on a ridiculous pass, catches it to the tip and takes it in,
0: and then, of course, went on to lose to New England the next week.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, we scored the first touchdown. It was like, oh, yeah, here we go. And then Let's here came Tom
0: Brady, and, oh, and then okay. here came Tom Brady being Tom Brady.
1: Well, and did you, yeah, and we had it was, um, uh, No huddle, no huddle offense. They just drove down the field, seven plays, eight plays, six plays, eight plays. Just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. It was no huddle.
0: You know what that reminds you of? The um, the Vols offense last season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like they they ran and like they scored a touchdown. It was I think I forgot what it was. I think it was like the first series. Yeah. Six plays in like two minutes. Yeah, a six-play touchdown drive in two minutes.
1: Yeah, I would. Love I, would to be, I mean, that's that's exciting football, but oh so yeah, specific.
0: Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. This has been fun. <laughs> what is your expectation, man? So I, I told you, I'm oh, a Super Bowl. Are you are you there as well? I feel like because I feel like we're maybe one one or two pieces away. And I feel I mean, like I, I feel like we could get those pieces this year in either free agency yeah. or the draft.
1: See the thing about it is, it's like if you say that and we don't make it, are we still one or two pieces away? Like, like the the problem with the one or two pieces philosophy is that eventually you do have all the pieces. It's just football. It's just that's the way the game is played. It does. I will like, say. Yeah, we see, I think we had the pieces. I don't think this was a missing pieces thing. Do we need different pieces next year? I think so. But I think the pieces that we had would have won us the game. The problem again, I go back to was that we had no rhythm going in. We had good solid sound Titan football that we know we can execute, but we had not been doing it at a consistent game after game after game basis. We lost a few towards the end because we were injured. But I don't think it's a pieces thing, man. I, I think we. I'm excited to see the pieces we get. Uh, I hope you get all that you you <laughs> want, like like a Christmas present. But uh, but man, we are here
0: and we ain't going anywhere. So it's and, fun to be a Titans fan. And of course, my quarterback that I'm eyeballing is actually he's he's not big name, but he he is big in some ways. And it's Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. Oh yeah, that's there's there's your
1: offense, right?
0: I feel, because well the problem with Desmond Ritter, he was a one read quarterback in all yeah. four years.
1: Do you see J Rom as being somebody that wants to develop the quarterback?
0: I feel like if they were to draft somebody like Desmond Ritter, yeah, like if they could trade. Maybe one of their fourth round picks to so jump back into that second. Well, the reason
1: I ask is because the, sorry, who won? Stafford won the Super Bowl this year. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl the year, the year before. the year before. Uh, uh Mahomes the year before that. Um, who you know was a new, young, fresh guy, but he's obviously
0: he. Well, think about this. that now they set Mahomes for a year by yeah. alex smith if that's
1: a point and he's also kind of an anomaly with his like freakish ability
0: yeah like the no look pass yeah but, <laughs> but, but I think of course like it, and of course it, well joe it, burrow did that
1: well joe exactly well in stafford did it in the in the super bowl but my <laughs> thing about it is is like the the quarterbacks that you're going to draft this year to me joe burrow is the new standard not that he's just par he's a great quarterback but if you're going to draft a quarterback out of the ncaa who 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 who, especially if he's coming out even quasi early um but if you're going to go after a college quarterback and build your team around him and develop him in the old school standard nfl way like are you committed to that because to me that's where teams have been like taking chances and falling and falling way behind the pack and it takes them years to catch back up because my point to what I was saying all this is is the seasoned vets let them be developed somewhere else Stafford Brady uh you know it's like that's kind of the new thing it's like and why not Ryan Tannehill you know why not guys that have been there the old grizzled guys win Super Bowls man Trent Dilfer won a damn Super Bowl old grizzled guys win super bowls and defense you know give me guy give me smart guys not and that's not why joe burrow didn't win the super bowl it's not because he's young but to me if you're going to draft a qb so is your cincinnati qb joe burrow level
0: go is he coming in no okay but if he was to sit for a year and fully learn the system i could say yeah Okay. I because, like that. because he's a guy that went undefeated. Made it to the college football playoff. The first group of five school. Yeah. To make it to the college football playoffs. Yeah. And went toe-to-toe with Alabama. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this kid's going to do something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm down. And I'm down for developing. I really am. But I just – I think – I want to give the I want to I want to put under center a guy that has been there and been there and done that there, done that for for a while. I mean that was the Peyton Manning run. That was the well, Denver Peyton Manning run. Give me
0: Well, tell me this. Would you go after a, somebody like a Russell Wilson?
1: I mean, I I don't like Russell for our uh <laughs> skill skill positions uh um, Or would
0: you go after somebody, somebody like an Aaron Rodgers? Mike and Aaron Rodgers I mean like look I I still even Jimmy
1: G yeah no no not Jimmy I mean Jimmy's Jimmy's good for other teams but but definitely not I don't well because yeah he's he's not like a you're not getting something better in Jimmy you're just getting a guy that can do what Ryan does but you got to teach him the things and you got to fold him in or Uh, or
0: or maybe maybe like Teddy Bridgewater
1: yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. There. I mean, there aren't that many old grizzled guys just waiting to throw yeah. the ball for your team and lead you to championships. And it and it doesn't have to be old and grizzled. And you're right. Maybe it is a Bridgewater. Maybe it is you know uh, a, a Garoppolo Jam- now or uh, Jameis Winston or Winston if you're if you're willing to you know chuck it up in the air like
0: that <laughs> and um, have uh, like thirty interceptions in a season safe... thirty for thirty again right
1: yeah no I'm just saying like I just don't I don't like the I, for a while there it was like big rookie. You know, rookie quarterbacks everywhere. Uh, Joe Burrow, I thought, you know, getting injured and having to sideline for his rookie the second half of the rookie season, in some ways, I mean, I think might have helped him just because he had to watch.
0: But think about this: speaking of guys that are that were rookies last year or this last season, think about somebody like a Trevor Lawrence going into year two. Yeah, with with a head coach in Doug
1: Peterson. Yeah um I for me I've not I was never not ever sold on Trevor like everyone else I've never I mean I had a discussion with a friend of mine sitting here I we made a a bet I said Mac Jones will have a better NFL career uh a lot of it has to do with the trajectory he already looks good yeah yeah I mean Mac Jones is gonna he doesn't look rattled to me Trevor came out of the gate rattled and he has moments and flashes because he's you know he's as tall as a giraffe and and he he can get it in there, but uh, he reminds me of a, I don't know in a lot of ways, kind of a. Remember how Colin Kaepernick had that that windup? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Trevor, unless he gets a solid season under him, isn't going to have um, that major confidence. And he, again, he kind of has a windup. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think Mac Jones has a better career.
0: Yeah, like when you're like a six foot six quarterback, you're going to have that kind of windup.
1: Yeah, and if you don't have the team built around you, you know, because I mean, like when Flacco could launch it, whew, but he D- had to have the time, and he only
0: had a small window for that. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. go ahead and wrap this thing up.
1: Yeah, I could I could talk football all day, man. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. Heck yeah, man. We you know we gotta we
1: gotta keep the fire stoked uh, in the yeah. off season. But Um,
0: as I was saying before we started, I have a lot of stuff coming out in April. Nice. Starting April first, you can find episodes every day the month of April, counting every day, every day, even on draft break, man, even on draft day. You
1: gotta take a break. You gotta come up for air.
0: Um. But then every Monday and Wednesday there are live streams going down. Oh, nice. And then, of course, the Friday before the draft, because I'd forgotten to throw corners and safeties in there. So yeah. I'm I'm combining them into one episode. Um, and then a mock draft the afternoon of the draft. Wow,
1: dude, that's a lot of players to sift through.
0: Well, think about this. I've done the math 38 episodes in the month of April. <laughs>
1: Thirty-eight episodes in one month. Good luck to you. Drink some water.
0: <laughs> oh, I <Go> will. Outside.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I'll have time to sift through everything. Yeah. Well, after I'm done redoing the bedroom, so.
1: <laughs> well, good luck. Good luck. You know that's the thing about sifting through all those draft players, man. You're going to study up on a guy or a handful of guys. Oh yeah. Uh, and you're get, you're going to get to know them. You're going to know their backgrounds. You're going to have high oh, yeah. hopes for them. You have high expectations and they won't even get drafted
0: like I my breakdown of course my draft process for me you I say I say we take wide receiver one in the first round
1: yeah okay they're like I would like a sexier pick than than offensive tackle sure
0: um I would say go probably go guard in the third okay somebody as I said like a Cade Mays yeah um be there's up. a there's a bunch of tight ends in this draft. And there's one guy that I'm eyeballing, he's in my top 5 and it's Trey McBride. Trey McBride from Colorado State. Big fella, right? He's pretty big. Last year he had over, tight end. He had over 1100 receiving yards last year. Wow. As a tight end.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I'd love to get back to that. That used to be our identity.
0: Is that tied in passing game?
1: Tied in up the seam. Yeah. I mean like
0: like what we had with Delaney Walker. Yeah. Yeah. And I oh, say God, it, he could run around. I say if we were to draft a guy like a Jalen Weidermeyer, I he can do the, I I say I say he's somewhat like a mix of like Delaney Walker, but a younger version of John Who.
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I whoever we get, I'd love to get, especially our first rounder, I'd love to get a nice plug and play guy. We really haven't had that.
0: Yeah. I feel um, like if we were to get some like a tight end out of the first round, I wouldn't yeah. complain cuz that's one of our biggest needs.
1: Yeah. Is hey, speaking of first rounders, speaking of first rounders, man, it's so funny like what was such a chaotic year and everybody going down and of course losing Henry, which that's another story. Um we, we didn't we didn't even scratch the surface of Caleb Farley. Hope he can stay he, healthy. He played what one game
0: and got injured against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I hope he can stay healthy. But yeah. we need his skills. We need his skills. So knock on wood for that kid.
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, everybody. Yeah, that man. is Lance Smith, and uh, we're too baby. <laughs> And we'll be back right after this and a word from our sponsor. Well, everybody, thank you all for stopping by to check out the 615. And a huge thanks to Lance Smith for making time to come on and hang out. Um, Talk Titans expectations for next season. And Titans fans, enjoy the offseason, but be sure to start checking back in around April 1st For the 615 draft content. It will be lit. And as I said to Lance. April 11th. We will be joined by. Titans and Truth. And we will be talking. Wide receivers. I will. Put my calendar out. Probably. Middle of March. So Titans fans. Be on the lookout for that and enjoy the off season, stay classy and tighten up
1: tighten up let's get tightened up tighten up